Next on BYU Sports Nation, it's a Maui Monday. BYU basketball renews the rivalry with 16th-ranked San Diego State. Which win would mean more, beating Los Aztecs or a BYU football win against Cal? ESPN's Trevor Maddich weighs in. Plus, the star of the number one trending video on YouTube, Matt Meese, a.k.a. Scott Scott Sterling, joins us live. Face save, let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation back to work on a Monday. On your radio, television, and other media machines presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Monday, November 24th, Thanksgiving week. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with BYU-TV's traffic reporter, Jerem Jordan. The first thing I did here, I volunteered for Classical 89 with Mark Wade. And I was like, can I just do something? And he said, yeah, you can do the traffic. So on Fridays, I'd come in, and all, all nervous, and like, uh, I-15 North, there's a wreck at uh, 9800 South. <laughs> I, I was terrible. I don't even know if Mark Wade remembers. But that was, uh, I was like, I got in the air. That's so cool. <laughs> at one point, you were a traffic reporter in I your professional like, broadcasting you, career. You, well, I was a student. But you joked. But that really happened. <laughs> like, rarely, rarely have I actually done the thing you say at the beginning. Uh, wherever, it's normally just straight-up lies. Wherever you're listening, I hope you enjoyed that story. <laughs> However you're dialed in, great to have you that with us. That was the original Blue Goggle voice, was me doing the traffic. The traffic reporter? <laughs> Sound like Piglet. Did anybody oh, understand boom, anything boom, boom, you boom, said? Boom, 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 Oh, we were so close to getting bingo with our BYU Sports Nation football bingo game that we made for Savannah State. BYU football disappointed. They did not allow us to get a bingo. What the heck? I think, how many how many squares were filled out? Like 12? It was something like that. Like yeah. half of the 25. We never saw the Bronco fist pump either. We're going to have to ask him, did he do it? We didn't see it. I bet he did it. I'm guaranteeing he did at least one during the game with a big play. It's just yeah, like the it's, camera was it's on tough because we, we can't just... Stick a camera on him the whole time. What, against Savannah State? You couldn't just stick a camera on him the whole time? Yeah, we probably could have. But, yeah, the bingo board was fun. I, that was keeping me engaged in the game. I saw one tweet that said, just change the Lasique TD square to a Leslie TD. Bingo! Mm. And they would have had it. Well, it's too bad we don't make up the rules in the middle of the game! <laughs> Here's the good the news. The rule of law governs here. Here's the good news. BYU won by 64 points. Okay, they did what we thought they would do. They are who we thought they were. But we didn't let them off the hook. That's right. 60... Almost, when, they, when Savannah State scored, and then they reversed it where they didn't score, and the fans booed. That was awesome. <laughs> there, that, that was one was of the loudest awesome. cheers. That was one of the loudest cheers oh. when they scored. They're like, yeah. Woo! And it wasn't sarcastic at all. It was, like, sincere, you know. There's a difference. Yeah. When Southern Virginia, like, hit a three, there was some sarcastic. Clapping, New high in points under Bronco Mendenhall. The previous high was 62 against Air Force back in 2005. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN with today's Twitter question, and it is this. Which win would be more meaningful, men's basketball tonight against San Diego State or football versus Cal this Saturday? I just got an email. Which, which one is it? We're going to discuss this. Use the hashtag BYUSN at the real B. Hain. B-ball. Football season is set. This could be a launch board for a big basketball season. We'll get into this at length in just a few moments. BYU Sports Nation simulcast in beautiful radio vision on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Rise and shout on this Maui Monday. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. 
Topic One. It's the most meaningful time of the year. BYU basketball against San Diego State in the EA Sports Maui Invitational EA tonight. Sports. Tip set for 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 9.30 Mountain. Stay up late. It'll be worth it on ESPN2 and on BYU Radio. Oh, if you're a BYU fan, you gotta, you got to watch this game, man. This is a big game for BYU. This is an opportunity to showcase where BYU's at. Now, now, San Diego State is a good team. It's going to be a tough win. But this is a big game. The BYU, I love the matchup. The BYU football game also has an official start time now at Cal on Saturday. It was announced yesterday, 4.30 Eastern, 2.30 Mountain Time kick on the Pac-12 network. With that, by the way, Eastern Kentucky is Saturday night. That's now at 9.30 Eastern instead of 9, according to BYUCougars.com. Okay, so basketball against San Diego State, football against Cal. Both important. But which game means more? Better yet, which hypothetical BYU win would mean more? While you ponder that, listen to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Three and a half in both the San Diego State Hoops and Cal football games. BYU is a three and a half point underdog. I can make a case for both games. The football game at California means a ton for X amount of reasons. But I want to get on the tournament train today, baby. Yeah! Blow the whistle! No, no, no. It doesn't sound like that right now. Play what it actually sounds like right now. There we go. Okay, when they beat San Diego State, it will sound like... That's right. Or it can sound like a pelican. I'm (laughs) I'm going with basketball. Enormous for hoops because of the following. And and I made a long list, but I, I narrowed it down to three. One, it's critical for RPI. The NCAA Tournament Selection Committee is watching each and every game. These early season tests have ramifications for postseason play. BYU was in position to make the NCAA Tournament last year because they beat Stanford and Texas very early in the season. They don't have those wins? Do you know know who's on that committee? I believe 12-person committee. Scott Barnes, AD at Utah State, and one Thomas Homo. That is right. He will... Serve on that board for two years. Take it a mission? Jamie's serving? He's serving on the, on the board. I bet he gets paid. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to use the verb serve if you get paid. The point is, BYU needs to give Tom Holmo Thomas. some ammo when he goes in there to not discuss BYU because, <laughs> because he, he can't do that. He's got to leave the room. Yeah. But everybody else, they'll be watching sure, tonight sure. and this tournament. It's huge. Secondly... BYU, this this could be a springboard like we just saw in that tweet for the season. All eyes on BYU tonight because it's a national stage. This is the crown jewel of preseason basketball yeah, tournaments. It's great that BYU is in this tournament. This is the tournament to be in, Maui. The, like every four years, the national champ comes out of this tournament, whoever wins this tournament. It's interesting. BYU guaranteed to not play Chaminade if they beat San Diego State, which in, turns, uh, in turn helps... RPI. Avoid Chaminade. That's the goal of this tournament. San Diego State, <laughs> if you didn't know it, is a fierce rivalry. The Aztecs are ranked on, 16th. On their side. <laughs> well, it's turning into a rivalry now on social media because they are coming after BYU right now. Okay? And so it's got some emotions ramped up for sure. From them. Yeah, it has. It's a fierce rivalry from them, but they're a ranked team. This will be a de facto home crowd for BYU. That's the yeah, good part. I think they'll have a good crowd. In Hawaii. It's a fun day. There are four games. It starts, I think, in like two and a half hours. Uh, you have four good games today. Who better to weigh in on why BYU and San Diego State basketball would mean more than Jimmer Fredette? 
Uh, they were always great games. I mean, both games we were in, all of the games we were in the top ten, both of us, and uh, just exciting games. They were big games. You know, you know, whoever won the game, it boosted the rankings quite a bit, you know, so it was a lot of fun. They had a lot of great players on that team, and uh, we always had good battles, and the energy and the atmosphere of the crowds were, were awesome, and, uh, you know, I was, I was happy to be a part of it. Jimmer Fredette after his game on Saturday talking about BYU and San Diego State. He was in Salt Lake? Those fans absolutely despise BYU. It runs deep, going back to Ty Detmer and then, of course, what the Jimmer did. I mean, they loathe BYU basketball because another, of what happened. Another old whack rival where it's like, you guys are good to we hate you. What, like, why do you hate? Okay. RPI, Great. NCAA <laughs> tournament, fierce rivalry, beat the Aztecs. That's why this game matters more. Okay, I think, I think it matters a lot, uh, and a win against San Diego State would be tremendous. All of those reasons are totally valid. I think football is bigger, though, because you only play 12 regular season games. You play 31 regular season games in hoops. BYU can afford to lose and catch up with wins against uh, Gonzaga, Stanford, UMass, Utah, those kinds of games. They can afford to lose. You don't want BYU to lose, but it's not all in. If BYU beats Cal, oh, okay, you've won four in a row. You go into the bowl game with some momentum. You have uh, have eight wins uh, in the regular season after Taysom Hill and all the injuries, you'd feel pretty good about it. In fact, the standard after Texas was, oh, this season could be an A. This could be an undefeated or maybe one last season, right? Then, then the injury happens, and then BYU loses four. So it's like, mm, if you win five in a row to end the season, you could get a B, mi- a B or a B-, minus, but you go, ah, it feels like a C, but it'd feel better. The, if, for some in, people, the season, just football just doesn't matter now. It just doesn't matter. They lo- it will always matter. To me. It will always matter to BYU. Yeah, and if BYU can finish the season with nine wins. Now, eight wins, eh. Nine, if you finish with nine wins, all right. You salvaged something. I don't know exactly how to define it, but you did something. If, so, to me, it means more It means more for football. I'll give you this much. Both are big, but, for, but football's bigger. For BYU to potentially win five games in a row after losing four in a row? You'd go, you'd go win four, lose four. Win five. Win five. It, to go what they've gone, gone through and to eclipse the win total from the past two seasons without Taysom Hill. Yeah, the schedules. Yeah, the ske- yeah, all that. Sure. It would be impressive. I mean, that, so I'll give, I'll give you that. But I still feel like basketball, because of the national spotlight and the Aztecs are ranked and a rival and it's a huge turn. I mean, it's just the national exposure for this basketball game could do more good for BYU basketball than a win against Cal could do for BYU football in terms of the national perspective. Yes, right now. Because Cal's 5-6. and six. Cal's playing for bowl game. By the way, if BYU beats Cal, they'll be 3-0 against the P5 teams but finish 1-3 and three against Mountain West teams. Let's never- How in the world did that happen? Let's never discuss that again. You know what hurts? <laughs> what <laughs> thinking about BYU lost four? It's like ooh, if they had just won one or two in there, they're playing for ten or eleven wins. Ah, I know. Instead, it's only nine. Hey, get nine. That would be a remarkable accomplishment for this football and team. And we'll see who BYU plays: East Carolina, Cincinnati. I'm hoping one of those two. Stay classy, San Diego. Which and win would be more meaningful? <laughs> Men's basketball against San Diego State or football against Cal? Let's go to the Twitter machine. It's winter time. At Crazy Coog Fanatic, my first love is football, so I have to go with the Cougars over the Bears. Okay, so first love, yeah. For a lot of people, first love is football, but think about national perspective. What, what will this do for BYU's athletic department as a whole? 
I feel like the basketball team can gain more positive notoriety by winning tonight. They could lose that too. I mean, I mean, yeah. opportunity is greater. I feel. Yeah, BYU has other. I would rather beat Gonzaga than beat San Diego State. If I had to statement. But guess what? I, I want to win both. At Big Uncle Pooh, SDSU, so we can hear at the show SDSU crying all the way from here. Boom! <laughs> Aztec Tears, the, baby. The show. Who calls themselves the show? You need to be nicknamed by someone else. You can't call yourself the show. <laughs> we are the show. No, come on. It's amazing. It's amazing how much they don't like BYU. By the way, uh, FBS Independent Defense Player of the Week, Zach Stout. Oh, and then special boy, teams middle, player middle of the linebacker. week, Scott Arellano. Again, mm-hmm. he's making a serious run for the Ray Guy Award. No kidding. That's I, not a serious run for the Ray Guy Award. That's the FBS Independent I know, special but teams I'm saying, player of the week. I'm saying he is making a run for it. He's one of the best punters in the I'm country. I'm voting for Tom Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> also trending at BYU Sports Station. Ah, that's up next. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B on a Monday. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. Game day! Men's basketball is against San Diego State tonight, 11.30 Eastern time on ESPN2. You can listen to that as well on BYU Radio. The show and the BYU Rock are going at each other on social media. Not a lot of respect happening right now. (laughs) And there shouldn't be. But the rivalry lives on. Which win would be more meaningful? Men's basketball against San Diego State or BYU football against California? Let's ask ESPN's Trevor Maddich, who joins us live now, as he does every Monday, friend of the program, BYU national champion and college football insider. Trevor, which would mean more to BYU Athletics, a basketball win over a ranked San Diego State team or a football win at Cal to close out the regular season? Well, football's kind of all set. I think the basketball win over a ranked team to help set them on their way and then establish uh, uh, precedent for beating good teams would be the bigger thing. But still, basketball, I just don't understand it because the ball – the ball bounces funny, straight up and down. I mean, how do you have a sport with a goofy ball like that? So, you know, even so, I think that that goofy sport with the goofy ball has the bigger game. Even though football is football, this is big for the football team as well. I argued in favor of football because there's only 12 regular season games, whereas basketball, you have 31, BYU has several other opportunities. Now you're at the end of the season. I know Cal is 5-6, and six, but they're so good on offense and BYU struggled on defense, that would be a nice win at the end of the regular season. It would be huge because Cal, you talk about good on offense, they are the second scoring offense in the Pac-12. Only Oregon scores more points than they do. They put up huge number of points. They put up 41 against Oregon, the second-ranked team in the country. They were over 30 against UCLA, a top-10 team. So this is a team that has proven it can score on the best defenses in the nation. And they need this win to be bowl eligible. So if BYU can beat Cal, it will be a, a fantastic win to cap the regular season and a quality win. Trevor, what is the formula for BYU to go on the road and win at Berkeley on Saturday? Make the score like a basketball score. <laughs> you've got to, so you give you've got to assume. Yeah, which, which, what's the over-under on the, the uh, total cumulative score between the two basketball teams or the two football teams? <laughs> like, that, if they're close, then BYU, that's their best chance to do it because as good as Cal's offense is, their defense is just as bad. It is the worst defense in the Pac-12, and BYU should be able to keep up with the scoring. What they'll need to do ultimately is sell out at the line of scrimmage to create pressure on the quarterback because if, if – 
Jared Goff is able to stand back there and tee off, it'll be a long day for BYU. Trevor, that's a legit question that you've made me think about now. Is Could, could the football score be more than half of the basketball score? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very possible that you'll see a score in the 90s in this football game between the two teams. That'd be great. Cumulative. I'd love it. I'd love it. Yeah. Oh, and, it'll be fun. And, it'll be basketball on grass, and maybe, the, maybe there'll be a lot of fouls in the basketball game, and it'll be football on hardwood. I love it. Uh, why is Cal, in your opinion, just a three-and-a-half-point favorite over BYU right now? I, I assume because the Cal would be a little higher. Yeah, because of their defense. Cal has been losing a lot of very high-scoring games. I mean, they scored 41 on Oregon and lost. They were in the 30s against UCLA and lost. And so this is a team that, that you know, even though their offense is that good, it doesn't mean that they have an edge to win a game. They scored 45 against Arizona and lost. And so right. you make a great point there. BYU coming off the Savannah State game. We want to spend about 30 seconds talking about this. Not much. What can the Cougars take away from last Saturday's game? Absolutely nothing. But you know what? That's okay. Because at the same time BYU played Savannah State, you had SEC powers playing the same kind of FCS opponent. Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, etc. And the reason is that they want kind of a bye week before their big rivalry game that comes up this week. And BYU doesn't have that rivalry game, but the fact that this game is scheduled now to allow them to regroup for a big season finale against Cal, I'm fine with. And people that don't like scheduling Savannah State at this point, you know what? They can learn to love it. If you can't learn to love it, then cry it out, because BYU is not the only school that has a game or two like this. Yeah, it happens. And, and let us acknowledge that this would be the week if BYU and Utah had a regular relationship that they would play the game. Oh, that'd be something right. to play for. Well, but see, Utah, you know, bless, bless Utah's heart. If they don't want to play BYU, I understand. You know, BYU's ready for them, and they're off doing something else. So, okay. Why wouldn't they you want know? to play a team they've beaten four times? Or, you know what I mean? Like, they have nothing to lose. In that. That's probably another conversation. But next yeah. year, BYU, this week's game next year is Utah State. I think I think that's a nice a nice move on BYU's part. You know what? And the, the kindling of that rivalry with Chucky Keaton and what they've been able to do up at Utah State—that's a, you know, that's a that that rivalry is back in a big way, and I like that. That's good for football in the state. Yeah, the Aggies are nine and three. Let's go national perspective now, Trevor. With the college football playoff rankings, Alabama one, Oregon two, Florida State three, Mississippi State four. All four teams won. Florida State somehow, some way survived again. They do it again and win by a field goal over Boston College. Do you see any changes in the top four this week? I don't know that there will be big changes in the top four. I think the big changes will come after the conference championship games are played because that's one criterion that is going to be very important. And right now, Mississippi State fans had better not get too comfortable with their team at number four and in the playoffs if the season ended right now. The reason is that under the old system with the polls and the BCS, typically if you didn't lose, it was very hard for someone to jump over you. But now with a, with a huge, important factor to be factored in, who wins conference championships, and what will that mean to Mississippi State if Alabama wins out at Mississippi State is a runner-up in the SEC West because of that, then that will be whiplash and great gnashing of teeth among Bulldog fans because it will be a completely new way for the postseason to be ushered in in terms of rankings. Yeah, I love it. And it's going to be interesting the next couple of weeks. In fact, I, had, I think my wife wanted to have plans in two weeks, the championship Saturday. I was like, don't worry about it. 
There are some, there are some <laughs> games that we have got to watch, and it's going to be good. And one of those includes BYU at Weber State and Hoops. But what's more likely, Trevor, that Ohio State or TCU slash Baylor get into the playoff? No, I think, I think the most likely thing is Ohio State. The reason is that the committee has been disrespectful of Baylor, it seems to me, primarily because of their their non-conference schedule. They played basically four Savannah States. Not quite that bad, wow. but it looks that way to the committee. And because of that, even though they have the same record as TCU, even though they beat TCU head-to-head for the entire period of ranking since October 28th, the committee has had TCU ranked ahead of the Baylor team that won the head-to-head matchup. So Ohio State is in a good situation for two reasons. One is that Minnesota is ranked and continues to win. And they, they, Ohio State beat Minnesota uh, a couple of weeks ago. And that's good for Ohio State that the strength of schedule is boosted by the Gophers. I mean, that's the goofiest thing in the world when you think about it, but it's <laughs> happening. And then you've also got Wisconsin. With Melvin Gordon as a legitimate Heisman candidate at running back, Wisconsin playing its best football of the year, it looks like they'll face Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. That will give Ohio State the potential for another big, splashy win if they're able to pull it off. That's something that I think the committee uh, will value. You've been very vocal about the criteria that go into this, Trevor. How do you feel about how things have gone in the inaugural year of the college football playoff with the committee and how they're handling things? Well, I'm severely bugged because of inconsistencies, because of the way that they're valuing different criteria. And this is their first year, and so I understand that. I mean, they're, they're trying to get this bucket of bolts assembled into a well-oiled machine, and they haven't done it yet. And so I give them the benefit of the doubt. But at the same time, the final four teams in football won't be determined on the field by the players so much as who wins the debate in the committee room over which criteria have the most weight, because those criteria are often at odds with each other. For example, people think it's easy just to say, well, have the best four teams. Well, that's nice, but how do you define that? Yeah, what does that mean? Well, you might think that Team A is the better team on the field than Team B, but Team B, with the same record, Because of the way their schedule shook out, they had more opportunities to beat more ranked teams, and so they have a better body of work. But you think Team A would beat them on the field, so which do you value more, the the better team or the better resume? And so you have a conflict. There's a real-world conflict, though, that we can talk about, and that is the the Baylor-TCU situation. Baylor beat TCU head-to-head. TCU uh, coming into this week is ranked ahead of Baylor. Part of the reason for that, the big reason for that, is that the non-conference schedule for Baylor is terrible, and the non-conference schedule for TCU included a decisive win over that Minnesota team that is ranked. So I think that no matter what happened with the rest of the schedule, if the records are the same and you played head-to-head, the team that won it on the field should be ranked higher. But the committee seems to think that head-to-head is only one game. Body of work is all of your games, and they value all of the games as a group more than just that one head-to-head. Now, I think that philosophy is completely nuts. But you can see that whoever wins the debate over which of those two criteria are valued the most, that will determine whether TCU or Baylor is ranked higher if both of them win out. And so it's not so easy just to say, well, give me the best team. Because how you define best team based on criteria is a very subjective thing.
That's where the human element just makes it kind of mind-boggling when you look at it, But it's, it's better than computers determining that, but it's not exactly correct. There's right? no perfect well, system. People program computers, so you know, at least with people, you know who to be mad at. With a computer, you know, how do you get mad at a computer? You pour coffee on the keyboard, I guess. If you did that to a human committee member, you'd be arrested. So at and least on, you have that going for you. And on this program, you would pour postum. Right. Yeah, correct. Pyro or Postum or hot chocolate. <laughs> well, that's a very good point because computers are are bound by the word of wisdom. They want to perform at the yes, highest level. Only on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Trevor, what Jinx one two ten? Yes. Uh, Florida State plays Florida. They will win that game, and then they play Georgia Tech. Is there any way that Florida State is not in the playoff? Uh, I think they'll make it, but don't be so sure that they'll win both of those games. I think they probably will, but look at this. Boston College pounded them on the ground. They ran the ball 51 times and almost won the game running the ball down Florida State's throat. Florida State pulled it out in the end. Okay, good for them. But now they're facing a Florida team. They can't pass the ball very well, but they run the ball very, very well. Keep in mind that Florida pasted Georgia. In that game, Florida ran the ball 60 times, only threw it six. And they still blasted Georgia, even though Georgia, with a better defense, I believe, than Florida State, or at least a very good defense at Georgia, but not better, but certainly very good. They knew what was coming, and they couldn't stop it. Well, that's what Florida will try to do to Florida State. Also keep in mind that with Will Muschamp, the Florida coach, now fired. He's going to coach out the season, and that's it. These Florida players love him. And they will fly around like crazy with absolutely nothing to lose. Muschamp is a defensive coach. He will pull every trick out of his playbook to throw at Florida State. So there's all kinds of reasons that that's a dangerous game for Florida State. And you start with the fact that they're beaten and battered from having to defend 51 rushing plays and not very well against Boston College the week before. Then, if they're able to survive that, they play a Georgia Tech team that might have the best rushing attack in the nation, but now this is a triple option. And now after having faced you know, a battering from B.C. and Florida, Florida State's going to have to deal with Georgia Tech. So there's no guarantee that, that Florida State is going to win out. And if they don't, if Florida State loses a single game, there's a very good chance they will not make the playoff because they have not controlled games this season. They have just managed to eke out a win week after week after week. Trevor Maddich of ESPN on BYU Sports Nation. Trevor, there are a number of people across BYU Sports Nation, really at all levels throughout the program, that are interested in what is going to happen with the Big 12 and this college football playoff. Because they don't have a championship game, do you see... Any chance that a team like Baylor or TCU gets into the top four for the playoff? There's a very good chance of that. But I think they would have the benefit of the doubt against them if it came down to a one-loss Big 12 champ against a one-loss, say, Ohio State. Because 12-1 and with that extra championship game looks better than 11-1. and so that would be you know, a situation, I think, a nightmare situation for the Big 12. Although that doesn't necessarily guarantee that the Big 12 would expand to try to get a conference championship game. The Big 12 is very happy to have only 10 teams instead of 14 that the SEC and ACC and, and Big 10 have because they're dividing all that TV money only 10 ways instead of 14. So they're, they're making out like bandits financially. Well, they will try to get the NCAA to waive the requirement that you must have at least – uh, six teams in two divisions 
in order to play a conference championship game. Because they could play a conference championship game with two divisions of five teams each if the NCAA waives that requirement. If they do, then the Big 12 can have their cake and eat it too. They can still divide their money only ten ways, but they can't have that 13th game, the conference championship game. So it'll be very interesting to see if it comes to a ruling by the NCAA what that ruling is because it directly affects whether or not the expansion might occur. And if it does, BYU will have their hat in the ring. Trevor, always great to talk to you. A fantastic insight into the college football playoff and what's happening in the inaugural season. We'll talk to you again soon, and be sure to watch BYU Cal closely because we're coming hard next week. Yeah, baby, I'm there. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Trevor. All right. All right, so he brings up some fantastic points, and I want to talk about uh, the Big 12 question that I asked later. And the reason I asked about if the Big 12 will get a team in is because there's this hope that if the Big 12 doesn't get a team in, that they're going to reach out that potentially to BYU. And maybe BYU. Yeah. I just don't see them coming west. I see them going east. It's a, it's a Debbie shot Downer. In the dark. How about that? Debbie Downer. <laughs> <laughs> We're back with more after this. And now, back to more BYU Sports Nation. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan still broadcasting in Radio Vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Download the show podcast, if you haven't already, on iTunes. Tomorrow, after further review, reviews what happened against Savannah State, the carnage that was in that exhibition game, and prepares for BYU and Cal. That's Tuesday night, 8 Eastern on BYU TV. And I believe BYU Radio. Is after further review on BYU Radio? I'm not sure. We should know that. <laughs> I, I, it's very uh, TV-centric, so the answer is no. <laughs> I'm just used to saying BYU TV and BYU Radio. Oh, that's really funny. I will say this Take about the BYU. play. I will say this about the BYU-Savannah State football game. The fact that BYU held them to 63 total yards, I don't care if they're a, they're, they're still a Division One to a degree team. Like 63 total yards. Hey, the game's over, man. I still think that's good. Why are we like, talking hey, about Savannah State? I, that's all I said. It was, it was one it's sentence. One, it's one too many sentences. Oh, my goodness. Resetting today's trending topics. Which BYU win would be more meaningful? Over Savannah State. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, men's basketball <laughs> against San Diego State. San Diego. Or BYU football against Cal. Use the hashtag BYUSN. 12th-ranked BYU women's volleyball beat Gonzaga in five, a comeback win. They're the outright conference champs. Good shot that they will host the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament. That'd be awesome. And women's basketball finally in the win column after beating Nevada 29 points from Lexi Eaton. She had scored seven and eight in the previous two games, respectively. Drops 29 on the Wolfpack on Saturday night. She's got to get her average back up. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Who's the all-time leading scorer in women's basketball at BYU? Is it Aaron Thorne? Or... Yes. Yeah, okay. Good, good answer. Who's the all-time leading scorer in BYU men's basketball? Uh, was it Kresmir Chosic? <laughs> it's it's Jameer Fredette. It's Jameer, and he might get past this year. On his way to making BYU basketball history, Tyler Hawes is chasing Jimmer on BYU Sports Nation. 600 Four. Tyler Haas, 604 points away from beating the Jimmer and topping that record to become the all-time leading scorer at BYU. Four points away from 2,000. He'll be just the fifth player in BYU history tonight to score 2,000 points. That's going to be a notable thing. It'll be on BYU's first two possessions. I said to him after the game what? against Southern Virginia, dude, let's be honest. 
getting to 2,000 against San Diego State is going to mean way more than it would against Southern Virginia. And he's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he doesn't care, man. He's just like, did we win? Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Back to our Twitter question. Which would be more meaningful, men's basketball beating San Diego State or a football win over California? Let's go to the Twitter machine. Tweet, tweet. At Heath Wads. More important win? Basketball. More satisfying? For me, football. Beating Cal would be a real recovery. I agree with that. To win four in a row after you lose yeah, four in a row. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Like football, it would mean a lot. Um, it, it doesn't salvage the season. There's no way you can't salvage the season after losing four in a row. But it sure make you feel better about yes. what's happened. National relevance goes to basketball. Yeah, because Cal's five and six. We're not going to act like act like Cal's like this unbelievable team on offense. They are, but they give up forty a game. BYU should get some get some points. I was going to say get some buckets. They should Trevor, get some buckets. Trevor Maddich. Yeah. They should play a basketball game. Just score 10 points. At Triple Crown Coog means BYU goes undefeated against P5 football schools during the regular season. That's, I, I think that should be one of the aims. You know how we talk about 10 plus wins, bowl games, beat Utah, whatever? Undefeated against P5s? Undefeated against p 5 Beat all the P5s. I think that should be a metric that we look at. What about next year? Beat all the P5s. <laughs> no, if you... Next year, what do they play? Five? Go four and one? That'd be amazing. Three and two would be solid, too, because you're playing a bunch on the Nebraska, road. Nebraska, Michigan, UCLA, Missouri. Ugh. You're just playing the four? Okay, go three and one in that. At Toshalin 19. Got to get revenge on the Aztecs. And while we know football's end already, BYU hoops is just getting started. We don't know the yeah, end, Yeah, do though. we know the end? No, because they could be a seven. They could end with seven wins. They could lose the next two. At Kev Basketball, the Cal game. If we win, it's a great confidence booster for the bowl game and for everyone that is playing next year. That's a good point. When you win and a bowl he's game, he's at Kev Basketball, and he agrees with football. When you win, when you win a bowl game, you have some positive momentum that carries you through up through spring ball. Winning the bowl game feels great. Yeah, six of the last nine years that's happened for BYU. How did it feel after BYU lost to Washington? It didn't feel great. It was tough. It was another eight-win season. I know. Yeah. That's, that plays into it. Which win would be more meaningful? Use the hashtag BYUSN to continue to reply. Men's basketball at San Diego State or football against California. Up next on BYU Sports Nation. Scott Sterling! A.K.A. <laughs> Matt Meese. Yeah. The star of the number one trending video on YouTube. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store. Your home for authentic BYU products. Broadcasting and radio vision on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Watch basketball tonight. Game day, 11.30, game night, 11.30 Eastern time on ESPN2 and BYU Radio. BYU against San Diego State, live from the Maui Invitational. Game four for BYU, the quest for perfection continues. Our Twitter question today, which win would be more meaningful men's basketball against 16th-ranked San Diego State, former Mountain West rival, lots of national exposure, or getting to eight wins after just a crazy October, losing four straight, and then winning four in a row by beating Cal on the road to close out the regular season. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Joining BYU Sports Nation now, Matt Meese. Yes, that is his name, not Scott Sterling. But <laughs> well, you might change your name. Legally, the hashtag you know? Scott know, right? Sterling has become a worldwide phenomenon because of a Studio C sketch that Matt played the starring role in. 
and the fact that it's just it's gone viral. My friend, did you ever in your wildest dreams imagine that it would be this soccer sketch that would that would go crazy? No, not at all. I mean, you can't really predict these things, obviously. But I mean, we liked the sketch. We're fans of the sketch, <laughs> but we were you know pushing our Hunger Games stuff. It, you know, mm-hmm. Hunger Games is hot right now, and so we thought that was our best chance. And then, of course, it's something that we weren't even paying attention to that takes off. <laughs> when did you know that it was big time? Um, well, the first day, I, and when it was at about 400,000, well, not the first day, that it was like, what, the second or third day, it was 400,000, and I thought, oh, that's really exciting, and I thought that's when it was going to start dying down, but then he got posted on 9gag, um, which is just this huge site on Facebook, and, and we saw the shares just go up. Every time we refreshed it, like 30 seconds, it'd be another 20,000 shares. That's amazing. Wow. I'm like, okay, well, this is, this is a train now that's running away. But, yeah, that first day it hit a million, and we thought, good, we did it. And then the next day it was at three million. We thought, okay, it's not done yet, and now we're at ten, and that's crazy. (laughs) 10.7 million views on YouTube. I talked to Derek Marquis, the president of BYU Broadcast, and he told me across all media platforms – over 40 million views. Yeah. Because people are ripping it off now. Yeah. That's when you know re- <laughs> you're yeah. really viral. We've right? made it, yeah, because people are stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great gauge, right? Yeah. They're trying to steal what? it. Something good's happening. Okay, yeah. how, how'd you come up with uh, the character, and where did the idea come from? Um, well, I just, I, I like physical comedy quite a bit. and Shoulder angels, <laughs> kind of your thing, yeah, your famous yeah. thing. And so, I, I, you know... It, just the idea of just someone just getting repeatedly injured, but being okay. You know, I wanted to be okay, but just the idea of just continual punishment is just, it's simple and really fun. And uh, and I think part of the big appeal of it is that it's soccer. You know, we weren't planning it to be internationally successful like it is, but um, yeah, we just kind of walked into that one. Like, oh yeah, soccer really is very popular. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm going to go to work for you. I, I need to go to bat for you and get something into your contract. Like, if, if there is a video that you're in that gets 10 million views, you've got to have some sort of bonus, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So we need yeah. to team up for that. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> you get some candy from the BYU store. I think that's the, the yeah, existing thing. I'll take it. Yeah, those are awesome. Um, <laughs> what, what happened to Scott Sterling after? Like, was there a broken nose? Like, what did he go to the hospital that night? What happened? Well, you know what's funny is I've, I'm hearing this, like, secondhand, maybe third or fourth hand, but um, there was a news organization in Croatia, apparently. This is, this is hearsay, okay, <laughs> but reported it on the news as though it was real <laughs> and then at the end of the broadcast what? said that said that I had died <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Scott Sterling, R.I.P. Died of his injuries. Oh, my God. Yeah. In the world? I just love that people are, you know, there are a good number of people that think it's real. Because, I mean, the graphics department and and our director, Jerry Shores, did such a great job of just making it look just so good. But, you know, I mean, we're a sketch comedy group. But a lot of people, this is their first introduction to Studio C. So they're like, (laughs) what's Studio C? I don't know. Maybe it's a news program And that's what's fantastic about it is people are like, Oh, what is this? Yeah. And so have you seen more growth just from oh, all yeah. your other videos? Then? Yeah. I think we had, after the million-dollar day, uh, we had 12,000 new subscribers. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. And that was just that day. I don't know what it what it is overall, but yeah, that was a lot. 
lot of well, growth. I mean, I mean, a hearty congratulations to you and to all the Studio C crew. It yeah. just goes without saying this is some, some fantastic stuff that you're doing. Yeah, we're really excited. Thank you. How many sh- actual soccer balls to the face did you take at any point? <laughs> um, okay, actual is a, is, a, is, a, is a word that is <laughs> 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 So the, the ball that we use for close-ups is a – it's small and um, plastic, like soft – like okay. It doesn't hurt to get hit in the face, basically, okay. is what I'm trying to say. Um, and for the wide shots, there is no ball. It's all graphics. Yep. Yep. So that's how it looks so good. It looks so real. Yeah, just like direct to the face every time. <laughs> those soccer players are amazing. And they are. They're great. But, um, and those are BYU soccer players. They are BYU soccer players. They're soccer players. They were great to help us out. The one on the chair, it just the timing involved is really, really nice. So it looks like it's, it's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we set up a, a board, a green board for the ball to be kicked off of and bounce back so they could get the physics right. So that they can mm. see how it looks when the ball hits something and then bounces off. So that's, you know, it's based off of reality. When did you guys shoot them? Oh, it was one of the last things we shot this season. Um, man, that was, I don't know, a month and a half ago. After, was it after a women's soccer game or a men's soccer game? No, we had it oh, our own, totally it our own night. Well, as far as I know, it was okay. our own night. Yeah. You said people Got show a crowd up. There and... And yeah, we had about 200 extras come. Wow. We had the cops called on us because we were too rowdy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Was it late or something? It, well, it was about 2 a.m., I think, when we finished. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it was pretty it was great. All, we had it a was good all time. worth it. What this tells me is that sports matter, Matt. Yeah. Sports matter. Yeah. We got to do more sports stuff. That's clearly what we need to do. What, what's uh, what's in the works for Studio C the next several weeks as you guys continue? What is it, season five, right? Season five we're in, yeah. Um, we got some really fun stuff coming up. I'm looking forward particularly to our uh, Christmas special. Mm. We got uh, another, uh, what I think is maybe our best stage sketch of the season. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to it. It's very fun. That's a fantastic tease. Yeah. Because now everybody <laughs> wants to watch the I Christmas show. I hope so. It's going to be worth me it. Me included. Okay, so I heard, I saw this last night when I was perusing Twitter. Twitter. There is an actual goalie in the Colombian professional league that made a save with his face, and and Scott Sterling is being tagged to this gif. It's that is amazing. Yeah, it's like it's in the culture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he pulled a Scott Sterling. Anytime that happens, now that's what's gonna that's what's gonna come up. There, I hope there, so. Yeah. There might be a reference like on ESPN and MLS, or who knows? Yeah. Like that's yeah. when you know you'd arrive, right? I know. It's actually it's, in a broadcast. It's like crazy. if you had another soccer game, women's soccer game, you'd have to mention Scott Sterling. <laughs> it, it, any any possibility of seeing Scott Sterling again in the future, uh, G- given how popular this one? Yeah, was. I'd say there, there there's always a possibility. Okay. Yeah, okay. We've, we've thrown around some ideas already, but um, like in another sport, maybe like hockey yeah, goalie, like, like maybe in another sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you have to spend in makeup uh, before that last shot with your face bloody yeah. and battered? Honestly, it wasn't that much because they just kind of progressively added to it for each new shot. You know, it's like, okay, you're this bad now. You have this many injuries and this much blood and da-da-da. Sometimes I go out and Jerry would say, no, we need a little bit more blood or <laughs> something like that. Was Scott Sterling always a goalkeeper? Uh yeah, in my in the you mean in the drafts of the sketch? I, I mean his backstory. Oh, his backstory. How could you possibly act without the <laughs> yeah, history of the character? Was he always well, a goalkeeper? Uh, Did in he have my a good mind, upbringing? <laughs> he was loved by his parents. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Was he a return? Was Scott Sterling the, a return missionary? <laughs> was he LDS? You know, who knows. Who knows? How did you decide on Yale and North Carolina? Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Well, originally it was going to be Manchester United and I can't even remember the other team. Um, And then 
I think the issue was that uh, the colors weren't right. Okay. And so we had to match the colors, and mm. so it ended up just by default being Yale and North Carolina. So, yeah. At first, we were like, oh, no, we have British commentators. And then we were told, no, that, that happens. It they, works, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, okay. that's part of the uh, greatness of the video, too, is the, co- the commentary was fantastic. Oh, yeah, right? Stephen and Jason who, were, were fantastic. They nailed who, who wrote it. that? Uh, I did. Um, but, well, to be fair to them, um, when we got into the booth to record it, um, we were looking at the footage and we're like, okay, some of this footage is not exactly the way we thought it was going to be, and we need to fill in some of these gaps. So... What about this? And we kept throwing ideas back and forth. And then some of it, they just did first take, you know, like <laughs> when Jason's like, happy and... as a lock as yeah. they slide in. You know, all of that is just Jason just going off. I, and so, I, I, I want to do it in my Scottish accent. Scott Sterling! <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Was we, had great. A, we had a blast. Well, we wish you congratulations again on everything that's going on with Studio C. And, uh, you know, we want you to sign our BYU Sports can, can Nation Scott Sterling Rise Up flag. Sign the flag. We want Matt Meese's autograph and, and Scott, Scott Sterling's Sterling. autograph oh, on man. that thing. I and am remind, honored. Remind people when they can watch uh, new episodes of Studio C. Okay. Uh, Monday nights at 8 o'clock on BYU TV. Is that Eastern or yes. Mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, oh, hey, boy. You can watch it online as well. Yes. BYUtv.org slash Studio C. Uh, yeah. Slash stuff. There you go. Matt, great to have you on set, man. <laughs> Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the rest of the best within Cougar Athletics. It's the whip around. Keep it here with us on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Scott Stanley! BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Studio B. You know what time it is, brother? Mm-hmm. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Saturday's kickoff time versus Cal is at 4.30 Eastern on the Pac-12 Network and BYU Radio. Spencer Linton will be live on Countdown to Kickoff. That starts at 3.30 Eastern on BYU TV. Men's basketball. It's time for tip-off in paradise. The Cougars face San Diego it is? State oh, tonight. in the first game of the Maui Invitational. Tonight at 11.30 Eastern, 9.30 Mountain, live on ESPN2. You can listen to it on BYU Radio. Cougars in the NFL. Ziggy and Kyle Vanoy combined for four tackles in the Lions' loss to the Patriots yesterday. John Denny had a fumble recovery in the Dolphins' loss to the Broncos. Cougars in the association. Jimmer for debt. And the Pelicans played the Jazz in Salt Lake City on Saturday night. Played eight scoreless minutes, one rebound, one assist, and one steal in the win over the Jazz. Pelicans are like a legit team. Brandon Davies played 22 minutes on Saturday for the 76ers. He had four points, three rebounds, and a loss to the New York Knickerbockers. Women's volleyball. Number 12, BYU came back down two sets to none to win in five on Saturday at Gonzaga. The Cougars head to Loyola Marymount tomorrow for their season finale, 10 Eastern. Women's basketball. Led by Lexi Eaton's 29 points, the Cougars won their first game of the season with a 65-60 victory against Nevada. They'll play in the Tom Weston Invitational tomorrow, also in Hawaii. Yeah, both hanging out in Hawaii. What are we doing here? I don't know. How did we not work that out? Dave Odom, the the executive director of the Sports Maui Invitational, told us that uh, if we could get there, he'd take care of us. But there's just too much going on. Yeah, we got yeah, yeah, we got BYU and Cal. We got Cam down to kickoff. We got BYU Sports Nation. We got men's hoops versus Eastern Kentucky Saturday. I mean, we got stuff. So I have a real question. Is that the what, reason? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what is what is worse, saying Gonzaga or Lady Cougars? What is what is more of a pet peeve for you? Because I know you hate both. 
Gonzaga. <laughs> really? Because they're not the he, Zogs. I know, but they're even more than the Lady Cougars? Even though there's no such thing as BYU Lady That's Cougars, an easy it's mis- just the Cougars? Well. It's a more understandable offense? Yeah. Because well, they're the good. Zags? Yeah. Yeah, come on. They're the Zags. Lady Cougars. There are no Lady Cougars at BYU. It's just Cougars. A lot of people right now are like, no, there are, there are Lady Cougars. <laughs> there, yeah. Yep. Yep. Today's Probably. Rise and Shout. Transition. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. The Rise and Shout goes to Scott Sterling. Matt Meese of Studio C. That we had fun. him in studio. That was a great interview. I love that he said in Croatia, some news report apparently <laughs> reported that he died. Scott Sterling died. <laughs> what? Multiple head traumas. Also, he, wow. he said, you know you've made it when people are stealing yeah. it off of the internet. Like, it's, it's a real video when they're stealing it. That's, that's uh, part of the creative process. The video had over 14,000 more views during our 10-minute interview, interview with Matt Meeks. That's unbelievable. <laughs> that's so awesome. Yeah, well, well played, Studio C. Which win would be more meaningful? Did Scott Sterling get BYU Sports Nation karma? Just Absolutely he did. Like, wow. he, of course he did. That's why there were 14,000 views. Ne- that's the power of BYU Sports I'm Nation. I'm excited at what he teased at, which is another video in another sport at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Sterling is not, is not dead. <laughs> I hope it's hockey or rugby or something. <laughs> I mean, let's, he let's has to be a goalie, rolling. so I, I bet you hockey. Let's go hockey. <laughs> Which win would be more meaningful, men's basketball against San Diego State or football against Cal? Let's go to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. At Max J. Isaacson. Men's basketball against San Diego State winning would give them a good idea of where they should fit in on the national stage and what to expect. Yeah, and that, the national perspective belongs yeah. to basketball in this argument. Sure. If, if that's... What That's matters how you to gauge you it. most, yes, yeah. then you win. At JD, JDG, uh, JD Gibbons, 19. I think men's basketball has more to do with the win over San Diego State. Could be, it could be the start of a huge BYU basketball season. Hashtag awesome. Uh, also, I said GIF. It's a, it's a GIF file. <laughs> most people say GIF, though. Oh. But, but correct is GIF. Is GIF. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Thanks to Trevor Maddich, Scott Sterling, slash Matt Meese, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation. Choosy Moms Choose GIF. The show is on demand at BYUSportsNation.com and BYUTV.org slash BYUSN. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. What, what if Scott Sterling's return is in baseball? Uh-huh. <laughs>